know. This is very true. You got to record to get the good stuff. Exactly. That's what Security Halt's good about. We we just start recording. So welcome That's back right. to another great episode. This time, I am joined by a professional in the realm of being an independent civilian mastering her own ship through the voyage of troubled civilian water, Sarah Kornblum. Uh, when our website was down, this was the uh, IT specialist that I reached out to that solved all our issues. So I am sorry I took so long to find her, but once I found her, she got everything fixed. So we owe her a debt of gratitude. <laughs> and reach out anytime. Anytime Ex- you have an issue, let me know. <laughs> Will do. Sarah, tell us, about, um, tell us about you. Tell us about what you do and how you found your, your way into this line of work. So my way is not super direct. I am a recovering public school math teacher. Okay. And um, I started, I was teaching middle school math for 12 years and had a great time. I loved it. It was wonderful, but it was time for me to move on and do something different. So I started designing websites. I did like a one-off project for a nonprofit that I was a part of. But then when the pandemic hit, Everybody all of a sudden needed to get online who wasn't online. And so some people who I had known in my previous life were like, oh, you did this great website for this other group. Can you build a website for me? And it just sort of started from there and started building. And so then I was like, well, I better figure out what I'm doing and learn <laughs> learn how to actually do this. So I have been I have been learning ever since. And it has been a great journey. I love working for myself from home, from wherever I want to be. Yeah. And here, here I am now. And, and that's over two years later. Yeah. That, that parallels exactly with, with, you know, the community I come from, uh, military professionals. It's not uncommon to, to see guys at 12, 13 years just be like, all right, nobody does this. Uh, that's, that's a common misconception that everybody does this forever. Like, no, there's, there's, <laughs> you have to walk away at some point. And some guys reach that point a lot earlier. And, you kind of walk out into the civilian world like, well, I don't know what to do. I'll just take whatever's out there. And what I've realized is if you have the gumption and the can-do attitude, you can pave your own way. And it's it's like exactly how you said it. Like you had an idea. You had this, this talent that you people had already seen you do. And it's like, okay, well, this works. Like I'm going to continue to develop this. And how long did that that journey take and were you able to just build it as you were going like slapping wheels onto the car as it's moving <laughs> pretty much pretty much the cart was being built as we were driving down the road so it uh it all got done and it was great and it was a learning experience and it's still a learning experience because everybody comes in with different needs and different problems and different issues and different requests and so it's trying to fit all those pieces together and that's the part that i really like is that figuring out pieces. Yeah. But going back to what you were saying before about how like you don't have to do the same thing for the rest of your life. Once you make that decision, you can always change what you do if you're unhappy where you are and find something that you really enjoy. And I feel like for our parents' generation, you got a job when you graduated from high school or college and you worked that job for the rest of your life. And for like the next generation down, like we're figuring out that you don't have to do that. You can change what you want to do at any point in your life. And it's totally fine. Yeah. There, there was, I, I've seen that um, exactly what you described this idea 
of, well, I'm going to work in the oil fields. Like it's going to make me so much money. I'm just going to do that. It's like, are you happy with that? I said that. No, I hate it. It's miserable. I get no enjoyment from it, but man, there's money to be made. And it's like, okay, I, I get the necessity for income. Trust me. But if we put a little bit more emphasis into the things that we like or, and just, or just sit down and start doing that real work. I mean, like you have to look in and find out like what makes you happy. What, what's your purpose? What's your why? And right. there's so many resources out there. So many books. Like, did you find yourself going through that, uh, that deep, deep inward looking and be like, okay, I need to find some resources. Or was it more like, you know what? I'm just, I think I like this. I'm going to just like play and just go with it. Both. I was doing both at the same time. I'm one of those people that will just jump in and try something new. And if I like it, I'll keep going. And if I don't like it, I'll try something else. But in doing that, I feel like you have to look inwards and sort of figure out like what makes you happy, what drives you, what's going to get you out of bed in the morning. Because if you don't meet those criteria as you're trying something new or as you're going down this journey, what's the point? And how are you better off doing that than what you were doing before? Exactly. Yeah, and I feel like being a teacher is a calling. Like there's a specific type of person that wants to teach and nurture and give back and develop a young mind. So it's walking away from that identity that I feel resonates with 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 our guys and gals at the same time. Like that's a that's a bold move because <laughs> it's like yeah. our identity is maybe tied to the uniform, tied to like what we've done, but I would imagine when you walk into that class and you see those little faces like that's that's a little harder. <laughs> that's it's staring back. It's talking. It's breathing. It's a living thing. That's like, oh, shit. Like, how do I, <laughs> how I, mean, do I walk away same, from this? It's the same idea, just in a sort of different direction. I mean, I feel like if you're going into the military, that's definitely a calling. It's not for yeah. everybody. Neither is teaching. They're kind of like those safe, not safe, but like safe jobs where you know you're going to get a regular paycheck. Yeah. You can stay in for as long as you want. Like if that's your career, like that's your career. And it does become your identity. And I feel like that identity never leaves you. And it's then what you do with that identity afterwards and how you use that to inform your moving forward that can really help you Yeah. in what you do next. And I feel like even though I'm no longer a teacher in a classroom, I'm still teaching people about how to grow their businesses, how to make a website, how to integrate these different tools into what they're doing to make their now lives easier. So while I'm not teaching in the classroom, I'm still teaching in other aspects of my life, just in a different way, doing different things. Yeah. So you're still finding that purpose and that why nested in your new life. And it's like the reality of having that, that's got to be like, that's going to feel amazing. <laughs> it feels very connected, but yeah. that's like that. Like when you asked about what was I doing like inner work or was I just sort of going along? And like, that's why it's sort of both because you have to find that, that reason for doing what you're doing, but you also have to find enjoyment in doing it too. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely correct. Um, that's for me, it was having to, and it's funny, but it's almost like a divorce. It's almost like you're you're divorcing an identity. And it's like, 
I need to do it. I, and I realized I had to do it now. Like while I'm still in, I have to do this divorce process of like, all right, separating, <laughs> separating, allocating what's going to stay, what's going to go and, and really get to the idea of like, I'm not going to walk out into the civilian world and have this beret and have this uniform and, and talk like this and be specifically like all military jargon, all and, and deeply embedded in that culture. Like I have to get rid of this and, and not in a bad way, just understand that like, this is a face in life. This is a moment in your time. Like it's not, it doesn't define everything. Like it's very different looking at it now and seeing my friends are still struggling with it because it's like, Hey, it's always going to be a part of you. You can always be proud of what you've done. Like, it's okay to take a step back and realize like, Oh, I'm going into a different, I'm going back to a a different community, a more inclusive, wider, broader community that is going to love and respect me as long as I am willing to integrate and I'm willing to go back into it and not necessarily be like this arms crossed, angry that I'm no longer in, in this very small percentage. Like it's, it's understanding that change is a part of it. Like change is a really big part of it. You gotta be comfortable with it. And I feel like you like, you have to find your new community. You can't just be free floating out there yeah, with nothing to sort of tether you back down. Like you need to find your new purpose. You need to find your new community where you're going to fit in as who you are with your past, with all of that baggage that comes with you, but in this new reality that you're now living. And I, that's why I feel like community is so important and it's a different community it will look different. There'll be different people in it, but you need to belong. Somewhere. Yes. Yeah, and I, I keep telling guys and gals that, Hey, look into being an entrepreneur, look into being your own boss. But just like you said it right there, like community. And then there's that phrase, digital nomad. Like you're, you're able to just bounce around and go wherever you go. But how do you find that sense of uh, belonging? How, what have you done to maintain that, uh, that tether and, 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 you know, digital realm is awesome. You can do so much together. Uh, Riverside FM, shameless plug. This is great. Zoom's great. But at the same time, it's not like sitting down with a friend and having a real cup of coffee. It's not right. the same thing. I mean, I come from a world where I'm used to talking all day, every day to many people all throughout the day. And so to go from that to go to working in my home by myself, on my own for myself, it's, it was very different and that. And so in order to find community, like I, I am a big proponent of Facebook groups and you find like, if you find the right group yeah. that you can belong to, like I have a great community of women web developers that are in my group. And every time that I have a question, every time that I have a problem, um, anytime, like professionally or personally, like an issue comes up, I can talk to these people who are going through the same journey. They're, they're women entrepreneurs in the web design and development world. And I know that I can talk to them about anything. And the great part about that is, is that even though that's like an online, not in-person thing, you yeah. can have meetings on Zoom. You can have meetings but virtually. Or if you find somebody that does live close to you, you can actually physically meet up with them. Now, question, if there's uh, any female veterans or service members that are listening, can they apply to the same groups? Can they just search um, if you're willing to share the name of the groups? I know yeah. that that's that's one thing that I know uh, now more than ever, uh, the the service members that I meet, the younger ones that are getting out. They're very tech savvy. They're 
part of a very smart group that yeah. the guys and, and gals that I joined up with, you know, back in the early 2000s, like we were, for the most part, it was very um, romantic and emotional idea of like going to war, going in as whatever you could get yourself into to get there. Yeah. Um, as this war continued to grow and develop, a lot of younger people started seeing the benefits of going the tech route, of going into the cyber realm. And they're getting some amazing certifications. They're they're naming off all sorts of certifications and and things that I'm like, dude, what is C plus plus? What is what is this Python thing? I don't get it. But they've done all this work and they've been really smart about getting the certifications, getting everything they need, so they can jump out into the civilian world and have tangible things. Um, so if there's any female listeners out there that are prior service or still in, um, Sarah, what are some Facebook groups that they could jump into. So if they're looking specifically for like web design or development, there's a great free Facebook community called screw the commute. And it's all about (laughs) giving up your nine to like your nine to five where you're commuting into work and, and living this digital lifestyle. There's also digital nomads, which is a great online uh, community for, for women in tech. And if you want, like, if you get more specific into different niches, there are groups for those as well. But I would screw the commute. That's my group all the way. And uh, <laughs> it's a great community of people that will just help, help you through your journey wherever you happen to be. If you're just starting, if you're in the middle, if you've been doing this for a long time, it's a it's a good community to be a part of. Yeah, yeah that, that's thank you for sharing that. Those are resources that. At first, I was really scared to do these types of informational interviews. I I remember um, my vocational rehab guide, uh, guidance counselor um, brought up the idea, and we did all the tests and everything to figure out what you're into, what you like, what are possible career options, and you know you're honest and upfront about what you do enjoy, and and finally tell yourself like, yeah you know what, I'm, I enjoy doing this and I don't enjoy this. And all the information comes out and then it, it states right there, the things you're really passionate about. I'm like, Oh wow. Like nonprofit work. I would love to do that. Like I already do podcasting. I love this stuff. And they're like, great. Now you got to reach out to talk to individuals in those fields. And I was like, no, me talk to people. I don't want to do that. That's, that's embarrassing. I have nothing to offer these people and come to find out the vast majority of Americans and people out in the world are kind hearted individuals and they're willing to talk to you. You don't have to be scared and fearful. I don't think I've ever been turned down uh, for any request to gain information. And that's, that's proof right there for anybody listening. And you have questions regarding certain career fields, how you can get ahead in the private sector, whatever, whatever the questions is, Get out there and ask because you might get out and have this idea of I'm going to do it all on my own. And you go out there and you get a degree and you get get working on the wrong career plan. You don't even know it. And now they're like, yeah, dude, like you don't need any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. All these other certifications you don't need. You just need X, Y and Z. But we don't know this unless we talk. And that's the vital thing about things like places like LinkedIn. Um, did you find those professional networks like LinkedIn very useful when it came time for that transition? And how did you leverage them? I, so I have found that just telling people what you're doing now, because everybody has some sort of social presence now. 
And just by putting out that, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. Now I'm building websites. If you know anybody who needs a website built, have them reach out to me. And just by doing that one action on my different social platforms, I got so many people coming to me saying, you know what? I actually, I actually do need a website. Would you like to, would you like to work with me? And so that barrier to entry is lower than you think it might be. And people who you know already in your life are willing to take a chance on you. And the biggest thing in like this, this new journey that I'm on was, yeah, my first websites were from people who I knew and like they, they got me, they allowed me to trial and error on them. But my first paid stranger website, I was like, yes, I've made it. (laughs) A stranger, somebody who I don't know in my real life, like hired me to do this for them. That is that's such a great feeling. Uh, I yeah. I have the the same feeling for production, except I have to ask you this question: How do you go about negotiating and understanding what your your work is worth? Because I didn't do that. I just started producing and I started putting podcasts out there, and I was approached as like, "Man, I love what you're doing. I love the show," and I'm like, "Deal, I'll do it." I'm not even going to tell you how little that that check was. Yeah, it's embarrassing because yeah. I was just so happy to have somebody that said, yeah. "I want you to produce this for me." I'm like, "I'm in. Let's do it." And then it's yeah. like, I don't know what to charge. Right. <laughs> that's. I feel like that. No matter what you're doing, that's always the hardest part because it's putting a value on you and your work, which makes a lot of people very uncomfortable. Yeah, and so. I feel like that's a thing that's ever evolving and it should be ever evolving because your experience grows as you go. And so my first few websites, I mean, I did some for free. I was just trying to get any kind of experience. I think the first website, I, I won't even tell you what I charged for the website. I, it was like a full website. It took me forever. <laughs> I didn't charge nearly enough. Yeah. And so like knowing and like be, it, being confident in your value takes time. And that doesn't come right at the beginning. And that's okay because it shouldn't because you have no idea what you're doing. And yeah. so building that confidence will help you determine your worth better. Yeah. It and also doesn't undercharge, yeah. but it's okay. We're getting there <laughs> in the process. It also doesn't help if you go to Reddit and tell people what you charged and then they attack you for bringing down the entire industry. And it's yes. like, oh, I'm just, I need help people. Yeah. It was, <laughs> And some people will attack you for charging too little. And some people will attack you for charging too much. So yeah. there's no there's no right answer. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, I, I do remember someone kindly did say, Hey, uh, go watch this video. This lady's uh, uh, an advocate for our industry and, and you really need to pay attention. I was like, Okay, I'm sorry I made anybody upset. <laughs> But there is that that freelancer community out there that it's like yeah. if they it's like we're all depending on everybody to charge the same, brother. I was like, ah, I didn't know. We're not a union. Yeah. You can do what they want. <laughs> and whatever feels good and aligned to you, that's what you charge. Yeah, I, I totally thought for a second I was gonna get a teamster at my door from yeah. the audio production community to break my knees. It was <laughs> A lot of sleepless nights. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you've ever gone on Fiverr or Upwork, like not yeah. to knock 
out either of those platforms because they're great platforms, but you will find people significantly undercharging what you would consider a fair price. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That that's something that I have I've struggled with. Um, you know, advising guys or gals to like, hey, if you're doing something and, and trying to build that portfolio, um, because I have gone on there and found people that are willing to tell me, nah, I only I'm only gonna pay twenty dollars. I'm like, uh, come again. That that's right. per twenty minutes of my work, right? <laughs> right. No, 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 for the entire thing. I'm like, right. No, no, no. <laughs> There's a very, it seems like a really gross way to get really cheap labor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I mean, there are people offering it. So if they're yeah. offering it and like, that's what you're looking for at that moment. Good. Great. Yeah. Wonderful. But if you're looking for something a little bit more, maybe then that's not the place for you on either side yeah. as a buyer or as a service provider. Now, have you gone the route of getting, um, certifications or any sort of shiny like hey look i'm x y and z certified or anything like that i am very well certified nothing to do with what i'm currently doing and i feel like i've worked with large companies i've had people give me job offers for things that i'm not technically qualified qualified with the certificate in yeah but i have the skills and so they look at that and so i feel like Getting like a piece of paper that says you can do something is maybe great for when you're first starting out. But once you build the experience, people are looking at your portfolio. They're looking at your body of work. They're looking for how you communicate with them. Yes. How you would communicate with clients and how you would deal with different issues. I mean, I went into an interview one time and they were like, we need you to have this skill, this skill, and this skill. I was like, well, I have two out of the three. And they were like, that's fine. We'll teach you that third one. So it's <laughs> so just because you don't like like be honest, be upfront, communicate what you know and what you don't know, and people will find you and people will have a use for what you are good at doing. Absolutely, and that's that's what I've heard and seen across the board. But us not knowing that, not seeing that, we see yeah. that up front, and it's like, oh my gosh! Like I wasted no time jumping in learning uh logic learning adobe and the entire time i'm like well you're no one's going to take you serious you don't have the the certification and then i started talking to guys and like dude like they're you do realize they're grammy nominated producers that yeah. never had any formal training they they recorded their winning album on soundcloud in a bedroom i'm like yeah that makes sense and then the more you dig and more talk to especially in in this field of in the digital realm, there's a lot of people that are self-taught in so much and they've honed their craft and they develop that portfolio. And that's when I realized like, Oh, that Eureka moment of like, yeah, it's still the same as a real world. Like you want to see like what you've done and you have that. That's a powerful thing. Don't let any certification or some fancy degree stop you when there's people doing the job right now. And that's the one thing I had to, start talking to people to find out. But if I would have been so dead set on that, like I can't talk to Sarah, she's a professional. She's probably got like 15 degrees from Harvard. There's no way I can bother her for time. I wouldn't realize at the end of the day, like we're, we're human beings. Like we have passion and drive to do something and we're going to get it done. We're going to figure out how to do it. 
And that's been like the most rewarding thing is just being able to talk and get these experiences. Yeah. Um, that's like, that's the most vital thing is being willing to set up a meeting on zoom and talk to people. And for us, it's just so, I don't know why it's just the most fearful thing. <laughs> and I feel like if you, like, if you look at the top performers in any industry, you look at people who you would view as successful. It's not the degrees that they have. It's the passion they have for what they're doing. They might have no degrees, but if they have a passion for what they're doing, it doesn't matter because that comes through in their work, whatever it happens to be. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you do in order to have that work-life balance? Because that's one thing I've realized with these type of careers, these types of uh, of work and life uh, integrations, it's hard to have this, you know, when you go to work, you know, the old, the old timey punch in, punch out, grab your lunch pail, head on home, you know, like that doesn't exist in this world. And the more I do this, the more I realize like, man, there's no, I'm like getting up at like 4am jumping into the, and some days you get it right. Some weeks you get it right. And you're like, Nope, I started at nine. I started at eight, but then it, spirals out of control again. And it's like, you're so consumed. How do you manage that, that crazy desire to want to dive into something you're passionate, but then have the resolve to say, no, it starts at eight or nine. Yeah. I feel like that is one of the hardest pieces. And I feel like it's an ever evolving process, depending on the week that you talk to me. So this week is a good week. I feel like I've got my stuff under control. My projects are moving along. I'm managing my time well. I don't have too many projects. If you had spoken to me like two or three weeks ago, it was a different story. And I felt like every Monday I would sit down and I'd be like, all right, here's my list of things to do. What's going to happen first? How can I move through my projects in the most efficient way possible? And I'm a big list person. I need to visually see something. If I have it written out in front of me, I'm good. And so then I can just like check off things, move people around my different columns. I'm very like, even though I'm in the digital space, I'm very like, I have a desk calendar, uh, like physically on my desk. And I write down what I'm doing for the day on it every single day. And then at the end of the day, I just cross things off as I get them done. And today I've already crossed off all my projects for the day. So after this, I'm just going to relax for the rest of the afternoon. And so it's, it's, taking the moments when you can so that when it is a little bit busier, you're like, all right, well, it's not going to be forever. And you have to like have clear boundaries with yourself, but also give yourself grace to be flexible with those boundaries. So I like have a schedule set where I only work Monday through Thursday. Do I work Fridays? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> do, I work, do I work on the weekends? Yeah, sometimes. Like this weekend, it was a rainy weekend. I wasn't going to go out and do it. It was pouring all weekend here. And so I wasn't going to go out and do anything. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get some work done this weekend so that this week is going to be a light week for myself. So maybe I'll take a four-day weekend and I'll stop work on Wednesday and I'll take off on Thursday and Friday and do something fun. But like being able to do that, I'm fine with that and maneuvering my schedule in such a way where like some weeks where I don't have so much to do or I can finish the work faster than I think I can. I give myself more time off. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I needed to hear that because it's, it's so when you're passionate about something and you have 
uh, I'm horrible at outsourcing. So I want to, I want to hold everything in because like I, I have this ownership of this idea, this little thing that's mine. And it's like, I want to, I want to do all the writing. I want to do all the web stuff. And it's like, oh man, like I could, I could take a day to go work on my passions of photography or just, just to dedicate the entire day to reading, but I'll, I'll do that on a weekend. So I'm finding myself backsliding and having to remind myself like, Hey, there's a reason why like you, you are successful at this when you pace yourself. And it's like, and, and, and finding that, that mentor within me, like it's great having like the people you can reach out to, which is like why I found like mentorship so valuable. Have you found that person or that team? Hugely valuable. And I've, I've had a couple of different mentors along the way. Um, and they've all been great. And I feel like you need the mentor who's going to fit what you're doing at this moment. And they might not be the mentor that's going to fit you in a year from now. And so looking for that next person to take you on that next part of your journey is totally fine. And so I feel the same way you do about outsourcing. But I will tell you, I found a wonderful woman to work with. And she helps me with my projects. Like I, at the beginning of every week, she's like, what do you need this week? And so I'll send her my little to-do list for the week. And she's like on it. And it's, it's great. I will say it's like a huge, it's, it's wonderful if you can do that. that is but awesome. here I am two years later and I'm just starting now. So it's finding those pieces at the right time in your journey. Yeah. Yeah, because then you can devote, you do what you love and you realize what you want to outsource. You outsource that to somebody that maybe they're more passionate about that. Maybe that's their cup of tea. Then you don't have to worry about it. And that's how I feel about my books and accounting. (laughs) I am not a math person and I quickly realized that. So, David, if you're listening, um, you you will be hired soon. (laughs) (laughs) Supposed to call... Our, our accountant yesterday, but I'm also doing uh, 5 million other things and it got to be right. like 9, 9 p.m. And I'm like, oh, shit. So this is an open public uh, apology to David. I'll be texting you and calling you after I publish this. <laughs> He'll be getting back to you later. later <laughs> yeah, but it's finding those people who are passionate about what you're not passionate about doing. Yeah. Or somebody who's passionate similarly to you that can take a little bit of the load on. And yeah. I found like both things work well for me. Finding somebody to do what I don't want to do. So I have somebody who runs my social media for me. I'm very much involved in it, but oh, she runs it for me. And that's like a huge, it was something that I was spending a lot of time in and I actually enjoyed doing it. But in doing that, I then couldn't do what was like making me money in the moment. Yeah, And I know that like marketing is so important. And I know that like the posting is so important in a strategized kind of way, but I didn't have the time to dedicate to it that I knew I needed to. So I hired somebody to do that for me. And now I have this other person who I've hired to like, she's similarly passionate as I am in the same kind of way. So she just lightens the load for me so that I'm not having to do all of the work. Sarah, you have a full team. That's yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> no, it, it's it's been great, and it's it's yeah, it's it's 
takes a while and it's ever evolving. And so people always ask me, well, like, well, where do you see yourself in a year from now? Yeah. Like, I don't even know. This is a new journey for me. It's an adventure. It's exciting. Who knows? I couldn't have envisioned a year ago sitting where I am today. So yeah. you don't know. You're just along for the ride and see what happens and try to do the best you can every day. Did you, before you left, did you have any uh, coworkers or anybody that was just like a naysayer that was like, yeah, you'll be back. You'll be back teaching in no time. I think that was more of a hope than a naysayer. <laughs> <laughs> we, are fa- we are facing a national teaching crisis at the exactly, moment. <laughs> exactly. I know that if I ever want to go back, my job is open to me. Yeah. I can always jump right back in. Like if I called tomorrow and was like, hey, I'm coming back. They're like, all right, you're in. Just see this frazzled yeah. principal just like, Sarah, please come back. Yeah. I go to visit sometimes and it's really nice. Like I love my coworkers. I love the kids that I worked with. Like that's not, they're not why I left. Yeah. It was just time for me to move on to something different. And and so, like, I love visiting. But every time I'm there, they're like, you're staying, right? I'm like, no, not this time. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> it's a national teacher. It's a shortage of everything. Forget yeah. teachers. It's a shortage of everyone. So, yeah. So anytime I want to go back, I could. But I not really naysayers. That's More awesome. More so, like... You've been doing this for a while. Like, you're really good at it. What about your pension? What about this? What about that? Like, are you like, you're going into freelancing? You're like working for yourself. There's a lot of uncertainty with that. Like, are you sure that this is what you want to do? More so not like not naysaying, but just like caution, cautionary people, right? Because it is scary. Like we came from very, again, I use the term safety. Yeah. Not like as a safety wise, but like just as like a it's a safe job where you get a regular paycheck, like you know what your future is going to look like. There's a good absolutely pension, a good Medicare, a med- medical like insurance. Like you have all that stuff. You have it's it's safe in that way. Yeah. Um, and so like moving from that into something that's just uncertain. I mean, I could take all next week off, but then I don't make any money next week. So <laughs> it's fine. But then that's on me, and then I have to just realize that. Yeah, it, it takes a lot more. You take ownership for a lot more things, <clears throat> and right. for us, there is um, because of the nature of the work, there is um, a lot of anger, and, and you're dealing with a lot of a lot of uh, scared individuals that see you, to see a person that's understanding that maybe their values don't align anymore, or maybe they've been lucky and they've gotten help, gotten treatment. And now they're understanding that there's a bigger purpose in their life. There's a, there's a purpose and a why that's not connecting somewhere. And they're willing to just raise their hand and say, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get out of here. And you see a lot of guys that want to do the same thing, but they're so bitter and angry and they don't know about having that, that deep look or going to a therapist or going to somebody say, Hey, I'm conflicted. Help me talk about this. So you see a lot of angst and a lot of guys are just like, how dare you leave? Stay here and be unhappy. And it's like, no, (laughs) I'm willing to risk it. I'm going to roll the dice. I'm willing to bet on myself because at the end of the day, you've done this for so long. You've, You've been successful in life for so long. What if you just transition to a different place and you're successful again? Takes a little bit of work. But it's scary. Yeah. It's very scary. 
And I have, like, I know a lot of people who are looking to make a change in their life. But one, it's terrifying because you don't know, you don't know that you can be successful in something else until you try it. But you're coming from like this place of safety where you're like doing the same thing every day and you might be unhappy. But again, you know, you're going to get a paycheck, you know, you're going to be able to pay the bills, you know, like, you know what each day is going yeah. to bring. And to go into something that you don't know is, is terrifying. And then like, also too, like, what do you do? And then yeah. how do you, how do you take what you want to do and turn it into something that will make you money and make you successful? Because yeah. we all have to pay the bills. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's, there are ways we can minimize them. There are ways that we can downsize our life. But at the end of the day, like there's, there's still a cost of living, uh, right. whether we like it or not. <laughs> like right. You still have to figure out how you can make that happen. And I think um, it's easier now more than ever to get out and truly find your calling. There's so many things at our disposal. The only thing that I, I found was uh, infinitely easier was being able to give back. Like immediately when I made my decision, I was like, man, like I want to be able to volunteer. I want to be able to connect and give back to people around me. Um, and I don't know why that was. I don't, I don't know why the immediate response to, to making my decision was like, okay, I need to figure out a way where I can be more connected and volunteer and give back. Did you find yourself with the, having that same like, man, like I feel like I have a purpose again, but now I want to give back to the community. I, I, I feel like coming from a place of service, like you always have that desire that need to, to, to reach out to outside of you. And it's always finding that it's again, finding your community, finding what you're passionate yeah. about, finding where you're going to find like-minded people to share in your passions with you, whether it's paid or volunteer yeah. or whatever it happens to be, you're only going to be happy if you're doing the things that you are passionate about. And it doesn't matter whether, again, you're paid or you're volunteering for it, but finding that happiness, finding that joy, and then everything else sort of falls into place. Absolutely. What are your go-to things now? I, I, I would imagine your life is a little, it's a little easier to have those things that you can give back or do the creative things. Like I know for me, I was able to really like actually for once in my life, like dive into photography and like do, I don't know if you can see it, but I'm kind of a, an orchids guy <laughs> started collecting these. I killed them all. I have a lot of plants. <laughs> I love plants, but orchids, I cannot. <laughs> I can't. Well, let me ask you this. Do you throw them away once the flowers are gone? Yes, because they never come back. I give them a chance. <laughs> I give them a chance to repurpose themselves. They never do. And so then I throw them out. But I always save the pots because they come in really nice pots. You got to give them a little bit more time. <laughs> I, I give them a good amount of time. Although I will tell you, I have an amaryllis that I was given like two Christmases ago that's still going. Nice. And it comes back every year, twice a year sometimes. So, like, I don't give up on things. It's just the, the orchids. I just imagine this graveyard of there is. perfectly there's good a, orchids. Just There's a lot of green at my house, but orchids <laughs> you will not find. 
And sometimes like people give them as gifts and I'm like, this is really pretty. And it is. And then I can never get it to cut. Never, never. I have a friend who's a fabulous orchid person. It's just not me. So yeah. I would just, I would pass them along to her when I was done with them because she could bring them back to life. <laughs> it's no longer giving me joy. No, it's, it's not yours now. I'm not finding happiness from this. It's just going to frustrate me. Let's move on. Oh. Give me a nice spider plant. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> do you do any, uh, do you know any, uh, do you do anything, um, do you find yourself pouring more into like the arts or being, cause that's another crazy thing I realized was a lot of guys started, uh, that I was on this journey with started seeing a lot of guys going to poetry, start going into, uh, artistic endeavors. Cause this had this time to go back and to be painters going to drawing. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, like that's, that's all, all those things that we didn't have time for now, when you're starting to like find that second profession, we're making time for that stuff. And that's like, that to me is like one of the most beautiful things ever. Like you get so sucked into the, I, I think the first chapter, the first chapter is all about this, this profession. And then when you get to the next phase in your life, you're like, wait a second. I actually enjoy doing X, Y, and Z. I got to make time for this. Like this yeah. pours back into me. Well, I am not traditionally artistic. I can put together a mean website design, but do not ask me to draw anything. I'm really good at stick people, but that that's my artistic limitation. Um, but I am more of an athlete. I was uh, a division one college rower. I oh wow been row. I've been rowing since then. I coach rowing. That's like my that's my getting outside time. I love like being outside. That's my thing. I have yeah. a fabulous garden in the backyard. Again, what I don't kill does really well. <laughs> um, so I just, I try to keep things alive and the things that do really well, do really well. <laughs> and so I row, I do any kind of outside physical activity. That's my, that's awesome. my outside yeah. release. Being outside. That's perfect. Being outside. Yeah. Walk the dog. <laughs> Well, two dogs. <laughs> well, now I'm I'm down to one now, unfortunately. Oh. My other one passed away in July. She had cancer. Oh no, I'm and sorry to hear I, that. Now, now I'm down. Just one dog and a laptop now. <laughs> but but I can't change my company name. It's too late. It's too late for a rebrand. So it's still too laptop. <laughs> that is, I am not laughing at the pain. <laughs> I could just see that. Calling up everybody. We need to rebrand. We need to rebrand. <laughs> There's, we're down to one. Yes. It was actually two dogs and a cat. Now we're just one dog. So yeah. But a yeah. two dogs and a cat and a laptop is a little bit long for a name. So we doesn't doesn't quite roll off the doesn't tongue. Doesn't quite roll off the tongue. With the same. <laughs> Sarah, thank you so much for for being willing to come on the show and and letting me bug you. Um, this has been insanely helpful to me because like i know i'm not uh on the wrong path like i'm the things i'm trying to do are directly in line and being able to see you and i gotta tell you when i saw the um the website when i saw the the growth from everything like i'm looking back everything from the invoice to like i'm like wow that's a professional that's that's like that's somebody i want to be like that's they have what I'm aspiring to do. And that was, it was so refreshing to hear the similarities 
and the passion behind the work. Because when you just isolate yourself, put yourself in this bubble, you don't realize that they, you have more in common with the the Sarahs out there in the world than you do with the Bob and Bills that just want to go in there and punch in, punch out at you know the cheese stick factory. Like I don't want to do right. that. I don't. I want to take my life. I want to take and find my purpose and why and be able to navigate. You know, happy and and proud that I'm doing something on my own. And there's so many of us like us uh, like that out there in the world that are stepping into that uh, that great unknown. But it's not that scary. You just ask people to talk to you and explain their journey. Uh, so I hope I can one day look back and be like, man, like now, now I'm more like Sarah. I'm almost there. <laughs> and people are going to be calling you to say, well, how is your journey? <laughs> but it's still an ever evolving process. If we talk again next year, we'll have different stories to tell. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm going to continue bugging you. Um, I, I can't thank you enough for everything, for being willing to come on. Um, once again, if you just want to tell us your website, how anybody can look at your products and what you have to offer. So you can find me on my website, on any of the social channels at two dogs and a laptop or two dogs and a laptop.com. If you need a website, if you need hosting, if you need SEO for your website, let me know. Marketing help. I'm here. Well, now that I know that, we'll be back in touch with you for SEO because I, I don't know what that is. And at this point, I'm too afraid to ask because I keep getting inbox messages from Wix. And I just like I, I see the SEO, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> Got to improve your SEO. <laughs> so next time, uh, Sarah, thank you again for coming on the show. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for you guys listening. Uh, please go to our website. Please check out our Facebook groups. And uh, don't be afraid to talk to strangers on the internet, at least if they make websites. Not, not the <laughs> We'll see you next time. <laughs>